This table talk is made possible by Rare Weekly, a newsletter from themighty.com. I am Kat, and I am joined by... I'm Sky. I'm Ashley. I'm Carla. And today we are talking about all things cleaning, why it's hard, our relationship to it, and how we do all the things to tidy up our spaces with mental and physical health conditions and disabilities. So, a few things I want to talk about. The first thing I want to say, though, is that much to my surprise, when I started working at The Mighty, one of the most popular topics that our community loved to talk about is cleaning. And I think it's one of those things that I learned so much from when I started working here and just started really getting into like chronic illness advocacy is how hard other people find it because of their health. And I find it to be really validating. So that's why we're dedicating a whole topic to it today. So Sky, tell me about cleaning. How you feel about it? I love cleaning as I'm doing it. And then, you know, after when everything looks nice, finding the motivation to do it is hard. I put it off due to like pain, depression, fatigue, but I get so much joy as I'm doing it. I think in part because I grew up in a very messy household, um, it still it could be tidier and that does stress me out. So I think maybe that's why I do love cleaning. I also, I live with bipolar too and the hypomania cleaning is real. When you get that sudden burst of energy, whew, I'm basically Marie Kondo and I will roll up all my shirts and I'm like, oh, this is the best. I'll stick with this system. And then I never do. But I, I do enjoy cleaning. I have a feeling that's not a common take. <laughs> oh, shocking. Sky does not have a common take. Can you believe it? But Ashley, you know, I have a feeling you might be able to say something about hypomania and cleaning. What you got? Oh, yeah. So definitely happens um, before I knew I had bipolar disorder and that's what it was. I thought I was just like motivated to clean that day um, and that's what did it. But I'm realizing now that that's hypomania. And it's actually the reason I don't like cleaning is that like when I get in that space, it's actually really damaging to me because I have chronic fatigue and those hypomanic episodes override that part of my brain. They basically say, hey, by the way, you don't have chronic fatigue today, right now. And so I, you know, on those days, I like would literally gut my bedroom, clean it rearrange furniture, put it all back in, organize, and then the chronic fatigue still exists. It's just I'm not feeling it. So then recovery from that is extended from like one to two days to like half a week at minimum because I've pushed myself four or five, however many times my limit. And so like I really do not like those hypomanic days and I don't like cleaning because they always leave me in a bad spot after. I think you nailed exactly what I wanted to get to the heart to, which is when you live with a health condition, cleaning looks drastically different and it's usually not very consistent. I grew up in an extremely tidy household. My mom like routinely like does certain tasks every week on the dot, never misses it. And I have not been able to uphold that because of chronic pain and general fatigue levels. Um, Carla, I'm curious about you since you live with a physical disability. Does that affect your cleaning at all? It does in, in several ways. Um, I'm very short, so I can clean as high as I can reach or climb, depending on what is available to use and build whatever kind of ladder or whatever I need. It does. I try to do the things I have to climb up to do first uh, because that's the hardest part. And if I can knock that out of the way, then the rest of it's kind of, you know, gravy from there. I think, yeah, you mentioned it 
that kind of reminds me of like accommodations we have to make to clean. I would say one thing for me and like we, we've talked about this so many times but like breaking everything into like the smallest of chunks. I don't know about you but I have one room that I always keep clean and it's my kitchen and I think it's because my I, I do love to cook and it's something that I choose to spend my energy on because it makes me feel good. It's like the one thing that I get to do with my partner in terms of like sitting down and having a meal. I also work in my kitchen and so I just feel feel completely out of control if I don't keep it clean. Other parts of the house, hmm, hmm, leave a little to be desired. I really like what you said about, yeah, coming up with accommodations for ourselves. I recently got a nice, like, hand vacuum. My goodness, not having to lug that thing, like, lug a for real vacuum anywhere. I would dislocate my shoulder just like trying to pick it up. And I was like, okay, vacuuming's not for me, even though I really love vacuuming. And so now I just sit on my floor and I just go around with my little, my little vacuum. I got like the pet one with pet attachments because I shed my own hair a lot. Um, so that's been a game changer. I also, yeah, like I accommodate myself by sitting on the ground for most of the cleaning or I'll even bring things I want to organize down to the floor with me or I, I even wear because of pots I wear compression socks if I know I will be cleaning or I have to you know carry things um, that way I don't get too lightheaded but yeah I think I think it helps to think of like how you can in addition to breaking things down into smaller chunks, like how you can accommodate yourself. Even if that looks like, like I do, you know, it's like you're preparing to work out or something. That's how I prepare to clean. I will say I ended up make, making a lifestyle accommodation in part for cleaning because it's just something my partner and I, he has a physical job. And so he's tired in a different way when he gets home and he doesn't want to be moving around. And so I realized that Besides like decorations and my art projects, I really, really prefer to be minimalist because out of sight, out of mind, especially people who live with ADHD, that's like a very common uh, experience if you don't see it. Um, and that way, if things are like tucked away in a closet, I just won't see them. I won't recognize them. I won't know they need to be cleaned. And then it becomes like a bigger chore later on. So I really, you know, tried to change my lifestyle a bit to better kind of suit that fact that I don't want to clean very often and I'm very motivated to like move my art projects around or like usually I find a little spot that like my decorations perfectly fit so that they don't really have to move and then it really is just that like surface level cleaning dust and all those sorts of things. If you have pets the best thing I ever got was a Roomba because it sets itself off at midnight every night and it keeps that part manageable. That is, and it, and I don't have to think about it. It just does its thing. I think that, yes. And I think you kind of, all of that adds together to me with a common theme that I see a lot in the community, which is the hand-in-hand -hand relationship of shame and cleaning. And I think that there are a variety of reasons why that happens, right? Like our environment can affect our mental health. Our mental health can affect our environment. And in general, clean and cleanliness is considered the norm. 
granted, like it is good for you. It is good for your health. It's not great to live in a environment that's cluttered or dusty or dirty. Yeah, we all know that. But I think that there's a lot of internal shame that is brought upon us when those things that are mundane that the average person can do takes us a lot longer. So I do love the idea of like having a Roomba, which is or a handheld vacuum. You know, that's something I would splurge on personally if it's something that like helped me or if there was an organizing tool, that's something I would splurge on. One thing we haven't talked about, I don't know about all y'all, Sky, I know you live with migraine. Cleaning supplies, the smell of cleaning supplies and headaches. Hate it. Don't love it. Why do they do that to us? Absolute worst. Oh my God. I used to work at a hospital and just so many smells. Just, oh, I don't know why everything is scented. My sister though, she is obsessed with Fabuloso and she loves to use it in a very high quantity. And I, I like it in small amounts with like every window in the house open. But yeah, I don't know why everything is scented. That's such a good point. <laughs> I want to kind of uh, go off of what you said, Kat, about internal shame, because I also feel like, at least for me, I experienced like that external shame because I grew up in a house that was very tidy and my family's expectation for what cleans looks like is not the same one that I hold for myself. And it's also because I really did not like that environment growing up. It didn't suit me both on the like physical actually cleaning level, but that actual like mental component as well. You know, right now I'm living with my family. So there's a lot of strain because the way that uh, my partner and I keep our space is not at all aligned with the, how my family keeps their space. And so you see that, like that kind of like external shame, even if it's passive aggressive or not outwardly said, it does impact you. And it makes me want to do something different than I'm comfortable doing or actually have the energy to do. And that's like a very hard place to uh, be in because like my mental health is being affected by the fact that there is this expectation but it's also being affected when I have to do that so it's just like a very hard place to be in when that like external factors there I'm curious like what are our hot tips like if you all could give someone like your favorite one to two tips about cleaning with a health condition or a disability what would you say who wants to go first I can go I found a reel or TikTok at some point that someone just kind of like sang a song that was like, don't put it down, put it away, which has been like the biggest change uh, that I've implemented that has been extremely helpful. Usually it's like, I'll finish with whatever I'm doing and just put it down and walk away from it. And then, you know, that that big, uh, I have to clean everything at once thing happens and there's just so much. So if I'm like using something that has a limited purpose, like if I see myself putting it down, I sing the song and I literally just go and put it away. And it doesn't work all of the time, but it works enough that it keeps everything a little bit more manageable. And then that way when I'm having like really high fatigue or really significant depression symptoms, the amount that builds up is really only through that period versus, you know, that normal every day. Um, my brother, I kind of stole his idea. Uh, he mentioned he takes 30 minutes every day to just straighten things up. And that's it. Just 30 minutes. What gets done in that 30 minutes gets done. And then every weekend I will pick one room to do a good once over with everything, you know, wipe stuff down or organize or whatever. It doesn't take the whole day. doesn't take the whole weekend. I'm not drained. And every room gets touched periodically. So it works. It's not perfect, but it works. 
And I think that that's it right there. It's it's not perfect, but it works for you, right? Mm-hmm. Like growing up in my household, my mom would have been like, that's not how you do it. And I'm sitting here going, well, if that works for me, mom, and I feel comfortable living with my environment, that's what works. I live by like a few rules. So very similar to you, Ashley, kind of that don't put it down, put it away is I never allow myself, no matter how I'm feeling, to go to another room without something for that room or from another room. So if I am on my couch and I have a mug next to me, I will not allow myself to go to the kitchen without the mug. And it has wildly helped me. It has made the clutter so much better. It's just if I'm naturally going to move, I might as well carry something. Um, And then the second thing I always follow by is I never go to sleep with dishes in the sink. And this is a change that I made over the past five years. And wow, what a difference it's made for my anxiety. Because I found that when I woke up in the morning and I passed my kitchen sink to take my dog out, I did not like myself because I just found this over, like I I couldn't work if I saw the dishes. And like, it just feels like a really good day to like close it out, wash them, put them in the dishwasher. Now I can unload them in the morning, which is like seeing a clean sink, which is like, I have a very open kitchen. It's just like, it's done a lot for me. And I have really like, wow, what a, what a difference one change can make. What about you, Sky? Yeah, I wholeheartedly endorse a lot of what's been said. Dishes are hard for me though, because I don't, <laughs> I don't like touching other people's like anything they've used, but that's just a me thing. Um, but yeah, I would just reiterate that it doesn't have to be all or nothing. Do a little bit at a time going to keep in mind Ashley's tips about not overextending myself when I do feel that burst of energy to clean, trying to keep that in the back of my head. That's a very good reminder. Yeah, I think just cleaning for you doesn't have to look the way like uh, how many, you know, TikTok influencers clean or things of that nature. You don't have to copy, you know, what, what people are doing on Instagram or anything like that. You can clean in a way that works for you. Like I said, I sit on the floor and do it. Sometimes I lie down and I organize something, you know, it gets done a little bit at a time and it works for me. Awesome. Love it. Thank you all for spending a few minutes with me. Talk about something that's kind of quote unquote boring, but in the end, I think it's really, really validating just to hear that you're not alone with something as quote unquote simple as that. So if you want more conversations like this, subscribe to Rare Weekly by going to bit.ly backslash rare inbox. That's B-I-T dot L-Y backslash R-A-R-E-I-N-B-O-X. We'll see you in your inbox. Bye. 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 Bye.